What's up, everybody? We are back for season four. We're we're here for season four, which is a lot of fun and um, shows that we've uh, we we've come a little ways um, in, in the seasons on on this podcast. And uh, I'm really excited about where we're headed and excited about this discussion, as a matter of fact, because some of the things that we're going to talk about today, I've I felt this way, but. Of course, you know, it takes my sister who always <laughs> here, uh, Jesse Drew. Jesse, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm so happy we're together and, and uh, about to jump off into another dimension. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- we're we're about to jump off into another dimension. That That's a good, really good description for what we're about to do. Um, so if you're listening to this episode, you see the title. We're discussing RoboCop. Yes, that RoboCop. Um, and we're, we're going with the OG. We're going with the original here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited because Jesse has some thoughts. And I think that much, like many times, we're, we're on the same page uh, here. So, um, so Jesse, what do you say? We, we kick it off and get season four going here. Well, we've got to get it rolling with RoboCop 1987. This movie was a summer blockbuster. And, um, you know, right now we are about to exit June and enter into July. So there's no better time, I think, than right now. Um, RoboCop, you guys know it. I I don't think we really have to get into too much uh, recap. But um, I will give you some fun facts, as always. Body count on RoboCop 1987. I found a few different numbers um, out there. The consensus tends to be that there's a 28 body count. Um, I've also seen the numbers 32 and 24 kicked around. So I'm going to go ahead and, and call it and say that the body count in RoboCop is 28. Um, which is pretty decent considering that you're not only getting 28 body count, but you're also getting an in- just like a crazy amount of violence and gore to go along with that number. Um, so much so, in fact, that they had uh, encountered some problems with the MPAA um, who took issue with the, you know, what they called excessive level of violence. I mean, the level of violence in RoboCop is something that's going to factor into our conversation shortly. Um, was re- is was ridiculous. Um, totally necessary to the underlying satire that this movie is doing on the 1980s political, you know, you, like USA specific, you know, political atmosphere, administration, economic situation. Um, they went they went um in a different way but similar to they live where things just get so out of control and ridiculous because there were you know the filmmakers trying to reflect you know the atmosphere actually um in the in the country around them usa anyway um we have some box office numbers the the budget for robocop 87 was 13.7 million and the box office 
um, Robocop took in $53.4 million. Um, now, I did not do the conversion this time, people, because I'm not going to lie. I just simply forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but 13.7 mil to 53.4 mil, that's a pretty big jump. And it's it definitely secured the Robocop legacy. Um, Robocop went on to have two sequels. I have not seen either of the sequels. I heard the third one is total garbage. Um, the second one is supposed to be like, okay. Um, but I think the third one, Robocop flies, like, or is, is like able to like fly. So it's, I mean, maybe I'll watch it just for like, you know, comedy sake, I guess. I don't know, Jeff, have you yeah, seen you, either you of the it. sequels? Yeah, you've got, it's been a long time. And, um, <laughs> There are certainly reasons why um, I haven't watched rewatched them before. Um, but what I will say is that I feel like since you started, since you started with it, you gotta you gotta watch the other two. Gotcha. But just just to say you finished the the trilogy. Have you so, seen? Did you see remake with Joel Kinnerman? I did. I did. What, you, I didn't. I didn't. I. I kind of like. I'm so. I was so affected by this movie. I have just kind of like kind of hit pause on any follow up watching. What? How was the? How was the? Uh, the the remake. Uh, um. It it definitely depends on who you ask. Uh, I didn't mind it. I'll okay. say that. Like, I love the fact that the first one was completely over the top uh with some of the kills and some of the gore i will say that the cast i really enjoyed the names uh mm -hmm. in the cast in the in the remake um i mean you've got samuel l jackson um you've got michael keaton uh michael k williams uh, who passed away a couple years ago um right. gary oldman so there, I mean, oh, that's right. There's some, yeah. there's some heavy hitters there. Yeah. So there, you know, Jackie Earl Haley is in it. So I mean, there's some good, right. you know, good names in there. Um, and it's it's okay. I mean, I think. <sighs> do they do they stick to the same, like, not to say that it has to be beat by beat, but do they stick to the same, like? you know um he was a cop who was murdered and then they turned him into a robot cop and then he like there's like a big baddie who he's up against like is it like the same or do they use the same names like is he still officer murphy yeah he's alex murphy okay um, you know and this time you know they i'll say this they mo obviously they modernized it um yeah. but you know basically similar premise in terms of where where they go um okay so yeah so yeah i mean i i'll say this i thought it was i enjoyed it i was okay with it i know some people hated on it and honestly whenever you have a movie like this and i feel like there are several movies that fit into this kind of category but when you have a movie that had such an impact on culture Right. as robocop did um the idea of remaking it just is going to turn some people off before it even before you even see a trailer 
Yeah, um, no, totally. You're right. And that's I feel like that's the the criticism that this one got. Um, you know, I didn't like I said, I, I thought it was okay. Um I, I didn't mind it. I, I wouldn't um I wouldn't say that it was a bad remake or anything like that. I've we've seen bad remakes. Um a few of them. Uh, but yeah. I would say that about this um, and, and obviously the modern kind of the modernized update of, of RoboCop um, I enjoyed, you know, brought it to today. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm, I, I guess I'm one of those weird people who doesn't mind a remake if done well. No, I don't think, I mean, I think like from our conversations, I wouldn't say you're weird. I just, you're very forgiving. Like you're forgiving of movies and you're willing, like if it's, if it comes from like, if it's a franchise, right. And it like, and it started out really good. I noticed like you, you're more, you give, you give more leeway, you know what I mean? Like, and you're more open to like how we had that episode about like how we, you know, things, big franchises like Chucky, they Mm -hmm. they adjust it, you know, and you're like, all right, I'm willing to go along for the ride and saw, Mm -hmm. which I know is your favorite you know, yes. and, and how like, you know, um, so many movies on, it's taken a lot of twists and turns and mm-hmm. even branched off, you know, but you're willing to go with it. So, I mean, I think that's a positive, I think that's a positive um, outlook to have on movie going. We, most of us just get very, like, we get like very clutchy. Like we want to, we mm-hmm. want to hold on to like, you know, that original movie whatever it is like people got that way about the black christmas remake that came yeah. out like years ago yeah. you know and it was like the filmmaker and the writer tried to say like hey guys this is like a it's not like a remake like you know um the same name the same character this is more kind of like a Re-imagine. like a modern yeah like a modern reimagining of the story and you know, like the like the themes, et cetera, and you know the the bad guy, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, but um, people weren't having it. Was a, I thought it? I thought like I mean, not to go off on Black Christmas tangent, but like I thought that was a pretty decent movie. Um, I thought it was good for the time, and mm-hmm. people really hated on that movie. They, they took that. they wanted to take a stinky poo poo on that movie, and I was it like, did. wow. Not only did they little... want to take a stinky poo poo on it, but they wanted to get a bag of stinky poo poo lighted on yeah. fire and put it on its doorstep kind of bad. right um, no they they you're right they did they really did so that I mean, it, it can go to either extreme um yeah if i may speak for you for a second i think your yeah, way is like the middle way you know what yeah. i mean like hey let's just let's take a walk with it and see what happens <laughs> I, I like i like that you categorize it as that because yeah i do I do tend to give films, especially remakes. Um, another one that's, that you know is near and dear to my heart is the Child's Play series. Mm-hmm. And I think it was 2019 when the remake came out. And mm-hmm. they obviously went in a different way with it uh, in terms of technology as opposed to the you know demonic possession kind of thing. And a lot of people were put off by that. And mm-hmm. I won... I think sometimes I can take myself out of the the passion for the original and say, okay, that original is special. It stands on its own because of this. And then the remake is just kind of paying homage to it, but in a different way to retell the story in a different way and to bring it to newer audiences. So 
Um, so yeah, I, I think sometimes with movies, I am, um, I am a little more forgiving. Um, but you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I just like to see different takes on different things. So totally, totally. I, uh, I'm with you on, I'm with you on that most of the time, you know, uh, definitely am not as open as you are, but I'm not as like mean spirited as people can be because I mean, you know what, if you're, if you're, it, it could, it can go both ways. Like, you know, if you really love movies, just, you know, you're going to, you've got to be open to changes, et cetera. And some of the favorites now, there are certain things we hold near and dear to our hearts so much that it is upsetting when I, like sort of like a, 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 you know, a movie studio wants to redo it. And, you know, it's really just either a nostalgia grab or um, I don't know, they just want to capitalize on maybe there's a moment going on, you know, like, like a Ferris Bueller or something, you know what I mean? Like where they take a, a, a property that's so like beloved um, yeah. by a generation and they just want to kind of like parse it out for nostalgia's sake to make money off of it. Um, so I can kind of see like when people get nuts about things like that, but I don't know. We're just here for the love. We love movies. <laughs> we, we love horror movies. Yes. You know? we do. So we're, we're here for that. And, and all the iterations that it takes. And speaking of iterations, um, Robocop, which was directed by Paul Verhoeven, who went, you know, on to have an amazing continuous career, um, and you know, had some, you know, stinky poops of movies that he did, but also had other awesome ones like Total Recall was a Paul Verhoeven. That's that's a such a fun movie, you know. I remember being little and watching that and being like, wow. Um, but in in Robocop, we have the you know the central story some people some people compare him to the christ figure um i'm not so sure i would go that far but i can see where the, the themes of resurrection etc cetera, etc cetera. you know officer murphy played by peter weller um uh gets transferred as a cop uh into detroit city um Jeff, I mean, I, I get the sense and, you know, maybe I just wasn't paying attention or whatever, um, that it's, this kind of like sets at some random time in the future, right? Yes. Yeah. Where like, where like the news people tell us things that um, they deem funny that are actually really horrific, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Detroit is like in a state of pure shambles. Mm -hmm. uh, it's extremely violent. Um, and dangerous and they rely on their police force which is totally like outmanned and um outgunned by the criminals in the town um so officer murphy lands as a transfer into detroit city he's a family man he's got a son and a wife um he gets partnered up with officer lewis who's played by nancy allen she's been in a million things um you can look her up and they go out, they start, they, they kind of start, they're on the tail of the big baddies in town, in the city, not town, definitely not a town. And, you know, nobody kind of thinks to tell him <laughs> that maybe you might want to take it slow. His mission is to save people, to help people. 
that's it. He he's as good as it gets, and his off his um off partner officer Lewis, she's as good as it gets. Also, like they're totally pure in their aim to rid the city of bad guys and just help, you know, the average Joe. So, but they get caught up chasing uh, Clarence Clarence Boddicker. Yeah. yeah, who is like the big baddie in town. Him and his thugs are protected by um, the head of the, was it the OCP? Yeah, the OCP, which is an organization, like a, a corporation. This is like, again, speaking to like 80s, you know, economics. Um, they're actually a corporation, a private corporation that oversees the police. And, and they're kind of like, the head of the police, even though the police are obviously like a civil service, like, you know, unit. Um, so Boddicker is under the protection of the head or the second head of the OCP. So basically whatever they want to do, they can do. And they're just into destru destruction. They want to um, just take, take the money and run, you know, shoot their guns and run. Um, Officer Murphy, unfortunately gets caught in their crosshairs he want he's trying to do the right thing and take them down and he like almost has it for a second and then the, it all catches up on him and he gets shot like um oh, firing squad this is one of the this is one of the worst things i've ever seen in movies and i've seen a lot of scary crap okay <laughs> um they shoot at him. There, what is it like six of them? And they all they all have shotguns and they're all shooting him to, to hell. Yeah. Um, and it's really super sad because he's such a good person. Like that's just you know, and then Nancy Allen is watching this, his partner like is watching this, and she can't do anything because there's nothing she can do. She can't rescue him, and she she puts herself in between them, she's just going to die too. It's all, it's like all a waste. It's all just for nothing, which kind of, again, themes throughout the movie, like, you know, um, this idea of, it's almost kind of like this, like mini Armageddon that's going on in Detroit. And these, these thugs that run with Boddicker, it's, they're, they're like monsters they're monsters because they, they don't, they, there's no, there's no rules. There's no honor. They are, there's nothing redeeming about any of them. They turn on each other. Um, they are hideous. Um, they're total monsters. Um, so I had this, this thought that this movie, well, wait, let me back up. I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Let me back up for a second. I get ahead of myself most of the time. Um, basically what happens is the OCP and the PD take Officer Murphy and the sort of like the, I don't know, like the, one of the divisions of the OCP wants to create like um, a robotic security force like a police a police department that's you know comprised of like robots mm -hmm. cyborgs what have you right so it's this sort of idea of this like sci-fi universe and they have the ability and the technology to make this happen so what they do is they sort of make their own frankenstein's monster in a sense so ocp 
takes Officer Murphy's body and they turn it into a RoboCop, hence the title. He is a cyborg. They have eliminated basically all part, parts of his body, like all his extremities. Um, they keep his face. They keep his head. But they, I mean, and I'm, I'm not clear because I'm not sure that the details are given or maybe I just wasn't, I don't know, I missed it. But um, they wipe his memory and they install uh, directives you know, what he's supposed to do, his aim is to like take out the bad guys, you know, um, there's a secret directive um, that we don't find out about until the end um, about how he's also not supposed to kill any of the higher ups from OCP. And that's for their protection because they're all corrupt. So, um, so yeah, so he kind of, we kind of, the point of view is is from is from Officer Murphy now RoboCop, and we can see him sort of like waking up as they're building him, and it's not too dissimilar to you know how they handled Darth Vader, you know with like how he was kind of like a collage of bits and pieces and machinery underneath all of the black stuff that he wears. Well, Officer Murphy, Murphy, he just has like all this machinery but he's got like a human looking body underneath all of the like he's he's got like a, a human shape i should say right um yeah. he's got that signature lumbering walk you know and that like you know freeze creep you know like all those things um it's an interesting it's it's he plays it really well i thought i thought he he really gave a personality to something that's supposed to be without a personality Right, which I Rob thought was really good. Yeah, RoboCop is their monster to combat the monsters out there, you know, um, except that he's a good monster. He fights for the forces of good. So, you know, so they have programmed him to be, even though their <laughs> their intentions are nefarious. They're meaning the heads of the OCP. Their intentions are nefarious, but they have created this thing that looks like it's a good monster um, to protect people. Um, their aim is basically just to make money. So, um, and power, of course, power and control. The white people, the white men in the 1980s loved that. So I had this thought that uh, it was really came out, of, came out of my gut feeling you know, like after watching this movie and during certain parts of it, Jeff, I mean, and, and you said that you had kind of had similar thoughts, similar feelings, you know, it's, it's really, to me, this movie is like a sci-fi horror movie more so than like a sci-fi action or just an action movie. Um, obviously it is like an iconic movie of the eighties and mm -hmm. it is a of action the action genre like you can't speak about the action genre and its history and not mention robocop you know right. you can get away with talking through sci-fi's history and not mentioning robocop that's okay i think but you cannot get through action and not have a mention of this movie um it was just too big it's just left too much of an impression my opinion i think that this movie is also terrifying and not just in the sense that we're given something terrifying to chew on so that like in an action movie, so that the actions of the hero will be, are redeemable. You know, this is just 
straight out scary. And I looked into sort of like, I was looking into like, what, well, what makes a horror movie horror, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the, what are some of the elements of this genre? And, you know, this is ultimately opinion because it's art, you know, it's film, but you really, you can nail down a few things, right? So, okay, some of the elements of horror are that a horror movie has to elicit fear or disgust in the audience. You know, you're not talking horror if you're not scared, right? Like, that's just not happening. Right. <laughs> um, and whether that's fear um, or fear and, like, a disgust, you know, like the slasher movies full of gore, that's scary, but it's also kind of just disgusting, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, horror movies focus can can focus on these three themes the horror of personality which is basically like your monsters okay um the horror of armageddon that's terrifying which is you get into then sci-fi stuff right because you're looking at the future you're looking at technology etc etc um the horror of the demonic satanic rituals witchcraft exorcisms all that that is like you know that's all within the demonic um and i think that you get like almost all of it in robocop the witchcraft satanic stuff hmm, not so much um but i would say it elicits fear it elicits disgust i mean when one of the thugs turns into like nuclear waste man like like the toxic oh, Avenger. yeah that's terrifying and that's that's just so disgusting and it's terrifying because he is reaching out to one of his fellow gang mates and saying help me help me he's he's melting literally and he's turned into like a nuclear pigman you know crazy frankenstein (laughs) i don't even know what like frankenstein on acid you know and the guy yeah literally and like the guy that he's reaching out to like China chasing after wants absolutely nothing. He's got a gun and then the poor pig man gets like smashed. I don't know if it was really a pig. I can't remember. I was trying like to not focus too much on it. Cause I'm like, I really don't care for nightmares and I really don't want this to turn into a nightmare later on. <laughs> um, but the horror of the trauma that Murphy goes through, Jeff, that was what stung me the most. That yeah. to me is what he went through being murdered the way that he was murdered. Okay. Number one, that's terrifying. Um, the fact that he's then against his will, like resurrected and transformed. And it's a senti- he's a sentient being. Even though they think it's just a robot, we come to find out a little later in the movie, you know, that no, he's got, he's, he's retrieving memories of his family, of his life as, you know, um, the human officer Murphy, that, you know, that he's aware of that he is like, you know, this being, this incredibly terrifying technological mashup that no one treats as you know 
with any sort of dignity or respect. He's just a thing. He's a he's a killing machine, right. and he's aware of all of this. The that awareness, dude, that is the most horrifying part to me of this movie yeah. because that is like when you've got PTSD, like a high level of PTSD, and you're experiencing all of the horror. It's like a horror theater show, you know, and you can't get out of it, and you're aware of what's happening. And it's like that to me was what I when I realized like that's what's going on with him um, as his memories came back, even before the memories came back, when they were just like celebrating what they something about Christmas or New Year's, like having a party like in front of him. Yeah. It was just really creepy. Yeah. You know, I thought that I thought they were going to start like doing like like, you know, gross sexual things to him or something. Yeah. Because it was that vibe like. And probably the director didn't show that, but maybe that's what happened. You know, I don't know. Like, you know, with a lot of times I, I don't know, with innuendo, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's too much to get into. <laughs> what do you, th I mean, what, what, are, as I'm, as I'm describing kind of like my plea for RoboCop to be reconsidered as like a horror sci-fi horror movie, what, what is going on in your mind? I'm absolutely agreeing with with you because i think that we get a lot of the elements of horror and i think and, and this is a good case study i think for many other movies right because i think folks sometimes because a movie may be considered a a thriller or sci-fi that people just automatically just put it there and i yeah. think sometimes there are elements of different movies that do have horror that can, you know, tie it to the horror genre a little bit more. Uh, and this is definitely one of them. I mean, just from, just from the brutality, um, the kills, the, uh, the gore, that's horrific. Then you, you think about the, the social commentary, um, that's horrific. And, Honestly, going back and watching this now in 2023, looking at when it was made, it's like, wow, you know, this not saying we're there, but it's kind of creepy. I know you're going to say, uh, yeah, it's I, I agree. I felt the same feeling. I was like, we're not exactly there yet, but 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 like I think this movie i think robocop may be set in a time period like 10 to 20 years from where we are yeah you know what i mean like it because it's like that prescient and i i i agree with you on that i was like this isn't too far from where we are right now yeah that's why movies like this and the purge scare the crap out of me yeah. um because it's like okay we're not there yet but you could i mean with a few decisions made in certain places you could definitely it's not out of the realm of possibility i would say um, oh yeah it, yeah 2023 absolutely where, where we are, are right now is you know when we've been through um what we're gonna go through it's 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 in the same it's like in the same chapter as yeah. things like as like movies like this i mean you know granted of course you know do i think we're gonna have this exact same thing same thing happen no yeah. but it's the feeling behind it and the, and what you see laid out before you in these scenes 
you know, I mean, just that one terrifying almost rape scene. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, it's despicable that we can say that that goes on every day in our right. world. Right. Do you know what I mean? But it does. But it and does. so and so this movie is just it's too I feel like it's it's too smart and it's got more hidden gems than probably we're even aware of or that we have or to give us a little credit that we have enough time to talk about <laughs> on our yeah. podcast today. But definitely I just, what I wanted to do was just introduce this idea that like, you know, yes, this is an action movie. Yes. This is a sci-fi movie. Yes. This is a sci-fi slash action hybrid movie. This movie deserves to be put into the hallways of the honor roll for horror movies because if this movie, let me tell you something. If this movie doesn't scare the pants off of you, then I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I love action. The action genre, I am ride or die. I love it so much. I grew up watching action movies with my father. Um, as we discussed in our last um, podcast episode, um, where we talked about our origin stories. You guys know that I'm late to the party on horror, but I love it with all my heart. Um, and I just kind of see these two things. And then sci-fi is just, it's so remarkable. I'm definitely not as knowledgeable about sci-fi movies as I should be or as I want to be, but it's sort of like this trifecta of perfection. Um, in my opinion, where all of these genres got together and under the skilled hand of director Paul Verhoeven <laughs> and and in the good hands of Peter Weller and Nancy Allen, yeah. um, um, this amazing movie was born. I mean, and it it resonated with people, Jeff, right? I mean, it's it's iconic. You know, I might have to get a tattoo of it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. That's my... Uh, I guess we went ahead and jumped to the tattoo test. But like, you know, I might have to. I don't know. It's so sad. RoboCop is a sad movie. If you don't like sad movies, don't watch RoboCop. It will break your heart. It broke my heart. Um, Jeff, I want to ask you how many headstones, one through five, one being poo-poo and five being wonderful, um, how many headstones would you give RoboCop and to take our tattoo test, Jeff, would you get any imagery from RoboCop tattooed? All right. So because this movie, I watched this movie um, much like many kids in the in the 80s. I watched this way before I was supposed to. <laughs> um, so this movie holds a special place in my heart, not only because of that, but RoboCop which was one of my favorite movies growing up actually entered into the wrestling world at one point. Get out of here. Not, not joking. It actually happened. Um, I can see that. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Um, and you know, I, I would say that it's definitely one of those classic films that if you like action, if you like sci-fi, if you like horror, um, and thinking outside of the box and kind of being scared about what could happen. Um, then this, this is something that you need to watch if you've never watched it before. And in terms of answering the other question, 
I think I would. I think I would get some ink from from RoboCop. I, I think I would. I'm not sure what I would get, but I I think I would get some ink. Um, even if it's just like the the helmet and mask kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just that. But but yeah, I would I would get that. I think. Um, what a, same two questions to you. What are your what do you say on headstones, and would you get any ink? Um, for headstones, I'd give it four and a half. I just think that there are, um, a few of the performances are just like, you know, I just don't think are up to snuff. So for that, I'll give it four and a half. I think this movie says so much. Um, and for all the reasons that I just, you know, waxed on about (laughs) for the last 20 minutes, um, it's a it's a great movie. It deserves its place as an I you know as a as a as a film icon. Um, would I get ink? I would, except that, like I just mentioned before, um, I found it incredibly like sad at parts. Um, RoboCop's story is incredibly terrifying and really sad so i don't like i would because it's he's awesome looking and the movie is amazing but also do i want to look like down at my leg and be sad when i see it like not really you know so um maybe i'll give it a maybe might change my mind um jeff thank you for giving me the space to air my thoughts on this movie i mean that's what we do here right we're a podcast right (laughs) but um but still um and i hope that this served some purpose to someone out there (laughs) well it served purpose to me because you you articulated things that i've felt about this movie for a long time so thank you and i'm awesome always happy to have these conversations love doing this um with you and i can't wait to to cover what's next that's a wrap people that's my gavel that's the gavel (laughs) that's the gavel all right guys we'll see you next time thanks for hanging out bye